So if you read the thumbnail or the title for this video, you might be thinking this is clickbait. This is not. I'm actually going to tell you a real story that I applied in my business to charge 300 more percent than I was initially. What's up to all my freelancers, designers, and creatives? This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Freelance Jumpstart, where we bridge the gap between creativity and business. So pretty much, if you're unaware, I actually released a video recently called How to Charge a Million Dollars for a Font. Now, a lot of people said it sounds like clickbait, even that the YouTube thumbnail looks like clickbait, but pretty much over 200 people that saw that video mentioned that it actually was not clickbait. It was very direct to the point and everything I was saying in it was true. So if you haven't seen it yet, click on the card that's popping up, watch the video for later, but let's dive into what we have to for today. So one piece of feedback that I did receive is, you know, Nathan, what if you are working as a creative professional and you don't have the advantage of working with large, you know, companies that have huge budgets, so maybe corporate clients or Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies, you don't have the advantage of going to them and charging 50,000, 500,000, a million dollars for your services because it's not realistic. What about me? What about, you know, the uh, one person agency? What about the small studios that only have maybe three to five people? How can you charge a larger budget for your services because they're really worth that. So some years ago, I actually released a video called What Was It Worth? And I've even shared this in my different keynote talks that I've done pretty much around the nation. And I wanna give you a full example of how I put into practice how to use value-based pricing in your own business. Like I said, the last video was an example of value-based pricing for a huge budget, but I wanna show you how practical it is because it literally is the same steps, the same methodology, the same mentality can be applied. It's just that the scale may change based on your client's budget and based on the value that you provide. So the story goes like this. My friend calls me one morning in a complete panic because they have the red screen of death. Now, if you don't know what that is, if you go to a website and you see the red screen of death, probably your site has been hacked and Google is just blocking it if you're using Google Chrome and no one can really see it. Now, people feel like this is a death sentence for their site, not only because people won't wanna to go to it, but also they really are nervous and it sends a bad signal to whoever might be your potential client that this person doesn't really take care of their own site. How are they gonna take care of me and my needs? So my friend calls me in a panic and said, Nathan, my site has been hacked. I really need it fixed. And I just asked him, okay, well, uh, you are going to have to share with me some of the login information. It is definitely hacked. I see that. And Google even marked it, you know, on their page and the search results that this site might be hacked. So it really was just a bad signal and they weren't getting any new inquiries. So just to give you some context, uh, the friend that contacted me runs a uh, wedding videography business, right? And they contacted me and they were just saying, hey, it's not working. They were in a panic. I got the information from them and said, I will fix this for you. Uh, the website was based on WordPress, just to be transparent. So WordPress, really, if you don't keep it updated, you are liable to get hacked. Or if you are in a hosting environment, web hosting that is, if you're in a web hosting environment, 
where they don't really put an emphasis on security, then yeah, you can definitely get hacked just because of the nature of uh, coding and the fact that WordPress is open source. So people have access to how it works. Not only that, but independent developers will make plugins and add-ons and some of those developers put in a lot of care and security into what they build and others do not. So the site was hacked. It was WordPress. I looked at it. I got the login information and, you know, made sure to log in in a safe way to just check on things and pretty much multiple files had been affected. So I pretty much broke the news to my friend and said, Hey, I'm pretty much going to have to build this from scratch. Now my friend was frustrated and angry and he just wanted it back up as quick as possible. He contacted the plugin developers and the theme developers cause he was using a custom theme that he purchased. He contacted them, asked them for support. They weren't really giving him any help and responding very slowly. Therefore, um, I just looked at it and said, Hey, well, if you have the initial file that you use for this theme, let me see it. I'll, I'll in a sense fix the vulnerabilities and then you'll be up and on your way. So overall I fixed the website for them pretty much in about a day and a half. The only reason it took that long was I fixed it on the first day, but we had to wait for a new submission to Google to let them know that the website is now safe and the hacking has been addressed. So we were waiting for Google to relist it as a safe website. So now that my friend had his status back as a positive and good website, uh, I said, Hey, has this happened before? And if you don't want this to happen again, I recommend that you actually switch this time. So maybe you want to transition from WordPress to a different service. Now, back then I told him Squarespace, no Squarespace is not the sponsor of this video. So we walked through the process of just building a new website using a starter template on Squarespace. And he was satisfied with his brand new website and he was able to move forward and he was satisfied with that. Now, because this was my friend and to be honest, he actually has shot video content for me in the past, right? So we're friends. We made trade services every now and then we don't always give each other money. It just depends on whatever our needs are. But my friend was so appreciative of me. He said, Nathan, you actually did a lot. You got it up quick. I want to reward you. I'll give you $300. Now my question to him was, and this is where value-based pricing comes into play. So all the work that I did in my friend's mind, the work was valued at $300. Nathan got it up pretty much in a day or less than a day. And I know it didn't really take him a lot of effort. So I'm going to value this at $300. Now, some places it didn't really take me a whole eight hour day, right? So if you took 300 and divided by eight, you might get an estimate of what my hourly wage would have been for a full day's work. So it would have been around the range of about $40 per hour, but it didn't take me, you know, eight hours to complete this. Let's just say at most four. So really, you know, yeah, me working at a pace of $80 an hour, that's pretty good. However, that's not what the value of what I provided is truly worth. So I asked my friend, why did you choose the number of $300? He didn't really have a reason and just thought it was a good number. But I asked him some questions to walk through how much this is really valued at. So the simple things that I asked him were, how do you normally get leads for your business? His answer, People come to the website, they look at our previous work, they look at our pricing range and our services, and they fill out a request form or an inquiry form for our services with a date and we check for availability. So that's pretty much it. They go to the website, 
almost all of their business comes in through the website. That's key. The second thing I asked is about how many people fill out the form or how many email notifications do you get maybe a week? And he's like, well, maybe about one a day. So I at least get seven throughout the week. Maybe some days, yes, people fill it out. Other days, maybe two or three people fill it out. But by the end of the week, we have at least seven inquiries on a regular basis. So third question I asked him, okay, so if you get about one inquiry per day, how many of those people turn into customers in a given month? So if you're pretty much getting requests every day for your services out of 30 days, how many of those people become clients? He said about four. And the final piece of information that I needed, because in my head, I'm calculating in a sense, value-based pricing. So the final thing that I asked my friend was on average, and it's an estimate, it may be higher, it could be lower, but on average, what do you charge for your clients? What do your clients pay for your services? On average, it was about $3,000. So now I had everything I needed to fully understand what the true value was on this project. And really, it goes something like this. So if we know my friend gets about one lead per day, that would mean in a seven-day work week, he gets seven leads. If you want to multiply that one week of seven days times four, we can get maybe 28 leads in a month, give or take. Now, my friend said out of an entire month, maybe four people actually become customers out of those 28 leads. 15% turn into customers. So, you know, four customers a month. So if I know that the average amount for each service my friend charges is $3, thousand dollars that would mean this website is bringing in twelve thousand dollars a month or another way to frame it or look at it is four hundred dollars per day now i had and figured out that number mentally as i was asking these questions and walking him through these things so i asked one other final question which was this i said that's interesting that you offered me $300. But as I asked him these questions and walked him through what his website is worth, he finally understood like, wow, my website honestly is bringing in more and it's more important than I truly thought. Yes, I have to still go talk to clients and show up at the event and video things and take time to edit. But when I don't have a website, I don't have any inquiries. So it's my main pipeline. That's the beginning of the funnel. So all these other steps in the funnel don't work without the first piece. But when I explained to my friend that the website was worth pretty much $400 a day, I asked one final question. And that was, if you couldn't have called me and you waited maybe a week, how much would you have paid for somebody to fix it? His answer was, if I waited that long to get it fixed, I really would have panicked and I'd be willing to pay $1,000 to fix it. Now pause right there. Let's put everything together. So again, I fixed it in less than a day and I got it back up and running. So my friend said I would give you $300 for it. But after we walked through how many leads the website generated, how many you know clients he gets in a given month, also how much does he charge on average per client. But then when we walked through this exercise and I asked him, well, if this problem wasn't fixed, what would you pay? He gave a number that was a thousand dollars almost you know a little more than three times more what he was first willing to pay me 
So pretty much what's going on here is, and I hate to say this, but it's true. Most clients don't know how much their websites are worth. Most clients don't know what design is even worth. A lot of times the impact that your designs and what you produce as a creative professional has on their business is huge, but they've never really broken things down on a financial level, on a mathematical level to see how every decision they make in their business is tied to revenue. Most people don't think like that. They think the revenue part is it's an invoice and they get paid. That's and they're receiving the money. They view that as, you know, revenue generating or revenue impact on their business. That's not the case. It's truly all the elements of how your business runs that have an effect on revenue. And in this case, his website was the most important. So all in all, we ended the conversation like this. I said, look, if your website is worth $400 a day, and if a week went by, a week, seven days, and you'd be willing to pay $1,000, to be honest, even though you're willing to pay $1,000, you should have never waited a week. Because your website is worth $400 a day, and you're willing, after you know this walkthrough, to pay $1,000, that means about after you know, you're approaching the third day, you need to just pay $1,000. Because if you wait seven full days, then you're losing $2,800. Because that's 400 times seven. You're losing that amount of money by not having a website up. You have that much more or that much less leads that you have for your business. So you need to just pay for it. And if my friend paid $1,000 within the first three days to get this thing fixed, that would have been a smart decision because based on value-based pricing, paying $1,000 to prevent him from losing $1,800 is a smart move. And in the end, he still ends up in the net positive. All in all, I walked through this example because it is a very simple thing to understand, but if you've never done value-based pricing, you probably don't have a grasp on it and it doesn't necessarily come natural to you. The one quote I wanna at least end with or start to tie everything together with is this. Knowing your value is one thing, but communicating your value is another. It doesn't matter if you are the best programmer, the best designer, the best photographer, the best developer. It doesn't matter about any of those things. What truly matters is how can you communicate that what it is you do is tied directly to revenue and impact someone business. It doesn't matter how you talk to them, but if you're able to frame the value of your services in this way, you can always communicate in this manner to make people think. A lot of people come to me and they say, Nathan, I wanna do a website. That's probably the top question that I get as a web designer, of course. But I always ask the question, okay, what are you trying to do? Now, many people don't have a lot of things prepared. They're just getting into it. But if they don't have anything else of historical you know, data to refer to or anything like that, I have a minimum amount of engagement that I'm gonna work for because I know how much my time is worth. Therefore, in my mind, I'm also running the value-based pricing calculation. If this person is not willing to pay this, and I know my time is worth however much money, I know how to say yes or no. The same type of mathematical walkthrough we did 
for my friend works for me personally in my business. But again, if somebody asks me, they want a website, but they don't have anything up at all, how much is their time worth? Simply put, because I can ask them the question, look, right now you can go and go to any of these you know, services. You can go to Squarespace, you can go to Wix, you can pay for a template with WordPress or a template with all those other services. But they're gonna have to sit down and learn how to figure it out. So here's the thing, their value in this case is their time. Sure, they can sign up for one of these other services and pay maybe $200 for the whole year and use a template, but they're gonna have to learn how to do it using their time. So I have them, right? I have them. How much is your time worth? What if you spend time building a website and it's not even good and you don't get any clients? Now you're like in the negative because you invested your time and you didn't make any money from the website you built. But if you came to a professional and paid me, that website is yours to use now and in the future, especially if it's a website that is generating business for you. So again, if nothing else, because I said a lot today, if nothing else, do this no matter what type of creative professional you are. Learn to position yourself as an investment. And number two, learn to tie what it is you do to some type of impact on the business overall or revenue, whether that impact is currently today or sometime in the future. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. If you know that there's many other creative professionals that need to hear this same talk, hit that share button, share it with them, send them an email, retweet, whatever it might be, but just let them know because I see a lot of lost opportunity in me in the past as a creative professional. I have dropped the ball on this many times because it feels weird to charge a lot of money for you know a service that you feel like should be lower or it feels weird to charge a lot of money when maybe it only took you a couple of hours. But truth be told, again, we walked through how to calculate the true value. So this is not really a time conversation. This is not really an ethics conversation. This is really a value conversation, right? Just one last example, same things with lawyers and doctors. Because you can't put a price on your freedom, if you did something and you're at risk of getting sued for a lot or going to prison, because you can't put a value on your freedom, you'll pay anything for it. And lawyers pay, charge a lot of money. Same thing for a physician. What value can you put on your life? You can't. Therefore, to stay healthy, you'll pay whatever. And you have no idea if that's what it's really worth. But again, not necessarily about ethics or anything. This is about purely the value that you provide. So hit that share button. I see a lot of people missing out on this. I don't want to make sure everybody has a concrete example of what I just gave because I recognize the previous video I did about Netflix and a million dollars. That seems like a lot. But regardless, my friend came to me offering to pay 300, but by the end of the conversation, he saw that paying me a thousand dollars would have been well worth it. Well, until the next one, I will catch you later. And remember, you are valuable.